Hello, Assalamualaikum everybody. Hope you're all safe, sound and healthy. And I'm back because there's a lot to cover. I feel like a news reporter, I swear. Because it seems like I have to... I end up um, reporting the news as it is of what's going on. But but then, you know, the news in itself says so much that I think it would be a bit redundant for me to repeat myself um, regarding what's going on. So, first of all, it's as cold as you can expect it to be. Um, it is foggy and it's unbelievable that the weather forecast is showing it to be 13 degrees because seriously, even during the day, it was showing it to be around 20 degrees, 21 degrees and people were freezing. We were all freezing. The whole day we were basically enveloped in fog and um, obviously as night drew, um, the fog got thicker and thicker, causing visibility issues. Right now, the fog is extremely thick and it is about um, almost 11 o'clock, just one minute to go and then it will be 11 o'clock at night. And it is 24th December, which for many of you out there in the who celebrate Christmas, this is Christmas Eve for the rest of us. This is um, just one day before Qaid Azam's um, Jannah day, which is tomorrow. And I think right now the people you could say is sort of, you know, um, saving face when it comes to Qaid Azam. I guess they're, they're showing their respect for him for once um, because of the things that have been going on today. So today, basically, the election commission had announced um, it to be the last day for filing in the nominations for election candidates against 2024. Remember, the election is supposed to be uh, held on February 2024. So against the February 2024 elections today, the ECP had announced that today was going to be the final, the last day um, for everybody to submit their nominee um, or their nomination documents. So it was once again a very interesting day um, with regards to the fact that the returning officers, um, you know, who we will be calling the ROs and the district returning officers, the DROs, um, they um, placed complaints um, to the district election commissioner who in turn um, reported these said complaints to the chief election commissioner. So the district election commissioner of Lahore, he uh, filed their complaints in written form, sent the statement, the report to the chief election commissioner um, that there was heavy interference by the law enforcement agencies in Punjab, especially by the Punjab police, which we all know as basically um, the police that seems to have been hired by Nawaz Sharif's mother. You know, I think he got them in, in his inheritance from his mother's side and she probably inherited them from her parents, the way they're acting. Um, so yeah, so there's been heavy interference, but people are very pleased with the fact that the public of Punjab is finally awake. But again, once again, let me just say this for the record, as a Punjabi, as a Lahori myself, I disagree. I think you do not know yet what it means to be wide awake as a Punjabi. When you're a Punjabi 
and you're awake, the whole continent can be shaken, believe me. And the continent has not yet shaken. We are still very civilized. So yeah, Punjab may be awake, but it's not wide awake. Okay, it's still getting there. So people are getting very excited. They're like, oh, finally Punjab is awake. Because, because the people of Punjab, they actually just lashed out at the police. They protected their voting rights. They protected the candidates. So yeah, um, this is why people feel Punjab is awake. Because you see when Punjab, when Lahore wakes up, then they start taking um, preeminent steps, you know. So yeah, they saw those steps being taken. But to me, as I said, as a Lahori and as a Punjabi, we're still not right there. Not quite. So right now, what happened is in many different places throughout Punjab, including southern Punjab, um, there was heavy interference. In fact, in some cases, the ROs did vanishing acts to escape from the police. Um, and in other cases, they stoically stood there and got harassed by the police. Um, the police literally tried to arrest PTI candidates who were submitting their nomination files, and they tried to snatch those documents. They even tore up some of those documents. And that is where the public then came in. The public just barged in, surrounded the police, or surrounded the candidates, you know, and they stopped the police from taking hold of the documents. In fact, in some cases, the where the candidates failed to appear, for example, you have Parvez Ilahi and you have um, Shama Mutkareshi. They're both unable to appear because obviously they're illegally arrested in jail. So the public on their behalf ensured that their nominations were filed with the ROs. So the public took steps there. Yes, the people of Punjab, they took those steps. Um, that is what has been exciting some people. Because yes, it is very good news. It is really good news that the people are beginning to say that, okay, you're messing with us. We have been sitting, waiting, watching, hoping that you would turn into human beings. But since you failed to do so, come, let's teach you how to be human beings. So yeah, this is the first stage when a Punjabi wakes up in their lessons of how to teach you to be a human being. Um, so remember, again, remember why I still feel that the people of Punjab are not wide awake because I think that they are still being very civilized considering the fact that it has been a month and a half um, of harassment. Um, Usmandar's mother, an elderly, most respected woman, um, she was threatened for a month and a half by the law enforcement agencies, by PMLN's goons, Nawashu's goons, um, telling her not to take part in the elections. Um, and they recently, just a few days ago, barged into her home, the police, Punjab police, they barged into her home, um, they physically attacked her, they tore her clothes, and they threatened her that she should not participate in the elections. And then they tried to do the same thing to Pervez Elahi's wife. Um, they surrounded her when she was on her way um, to file the documents. They tried to snatch the documents from her. They, in fact, literally kidnapped one of her um, female companions. There was another lady who was accompanying her. She was kidnapped. But they, but she really, she really gave them 
their lot really she really gave it to them and she valiantly you know fought against them to protect the documents then you know the lahore pti wings president his wife they tried to intimidate her now she is um a very very um um she is uh, let's just put it this way she's one of those who adheres to strict modest clothing which means that she observes the parda which means that she does the hijab and she you know she does the niqab and she dresses according to a strict moral code and they do not even leave her alone you know um they tried the s in fact she very openly made a statement in which she said that the sho of the police the sho um sexually harassed her and then manhandled her and then slapped her all to intimidate her and then took her out of her house and took her to the police station where he continued to threaten her and he uh, verbally abused her and he physically attacked her um and where is the chief justice at this moment very conveniently now the chief justice decides that is a good time for him to go holidaying in turkey how did he afford to go to turkey that's what i want to know he has been taking money from nawaz sharif and from the establishment from the army from all the illegal people who were placed illegally to manage the state and he with his haram money decides to go on a vacation to turkey and a very convenient timing so this pre-poll rigging attempts um that have been made um they have been foiled by a very angry public um the public is now literally filing nomination documents on behalf of pti candidates um because the public by doing so is telling the people who are trying to intimidate the public or who are trying to insult the public's right to vote that we're not having it we're not taking it anymore now when we move on to this pre-poll rigging um you know and the attempts made so far we will notice that um all the way from lahore to southern punjab people have risen people have you know actively foiled those attempts yes but at the same time we also have another interesting thing going on we have a known fact that despite the fact that the election commission has announced that today was the last day and at 4:30 pm they had closed um their offices and that they were not going to accept any further filings but we i mean at least i have this inkling um that they will to accommodate pmln's candidates they will because as of yet um nawaz sharif and maryam nawaz themselves have not yet found um an area you know um to file their candidacy for you know because uh, sargoda is not in the mood to entertain them and they always thought of sargoda and gujrawala and gujarat and faisalabad as their cities but because these these areas are no longer um in the mood to entertain them so they still haven't yet decided which areas they need to file their candidacy for or you know 
Um, so I have this feeling that for them, accommodations will be made. Um, now, when we keep in mind the fact that the women were threatened, the women were harassed by the Punjab police throughout Punjab candidates, female candidates. And then we have Sanam Javed who's still in jail also. And she is obviously a candidate as well. Um, and when we have the bat emblem that is taken away again illegally, as you know, after all the election commissioner had promised Nawaz Sharif that I will not allow the bat emblem to remain with PTI. So he has illegally taken away that emblem. But there are rumors that it will probably, they will have no choice but to return it back to them. Because you see, that's the irony. Um, that's what people are now being so sarcastic and cynical. They're like, you guys did everything in your power to stop PTI candidates from filing their nominations. But at the end, they filed it anyway. So why did you, you know, um, why the drama? Why the facade? Why the charade? What were you trying to attempt here? You know, what were you trying to do here? So, yeah, it's a bit of a put-off. It's a bit of a put-off. And then, you know, I think I will once again call out um, those so-called women empowerment groups who were very active during Imran Khan's tenure and suddenly they just died and fizzled out when actual female um, harassment and discrimination has been going on in this country um, since the coming of Nawaz Sharif and his daughter and their minions and the illegal government. And in fact, I feel as if we're in Israel or America because these things can only be done in a Zion state and America and Israel are both Zion states or are we in India because that's another Nazi state so you know these are the kind of things you hear that are being done to people in India people in Palestine people in America by the American government by the Israelis by the Indian government and now our own illegal caretaker government, our illegal army institution, our illegal establishment, um, you know, they're all doing that to the women of Pakistan. So I think they have officially converted to Judaism. They're officially, um, you know, Americanized. They're Zionists. That's all I can. And I think that anybody who is a Zionist has no place in Pakistan. They need to be automatically removed in any case. We don't have a place for Nazis and Zionists. And altogether with that, obviously, now we have another thing that's going on. And that is, remember that the courts have um, called PTA and the telecom uh, companies... Um, in order to question them regarding the violation of their clients' privacy rights. Um, because remember all the recordings, the illegal recordings of calls um, that were taken by Mariam Nawaz and her coons are now being questioned by the court. And so all those telecommunication companies that were involved in it, they're also being called to court to explain themselves as to how they could violate their clients' privacy. And how could they commit this illegal act? And Telenor is one of them, which is why suddenly now that Telenor is wrapping everything up and ready to run away from Pakistan, people are speculating as to whether this is the reason. Well, this 
may be an added reason, but remember, this was a rumor that we heard quite a number of months ago that Telenor was selling its shares. And then Telenor comes up and says, no, no, we're not selling all our shares. But it is official. They have sold 100% of their shares. They're wrapping up and they're running away. Um, obviously, they're going to make the excuse that, you know, um, the regulatory body here is, you know, not very um, helpful and that the illegal government constantly tampering with telecommunications, with network, with uh, connectivity, with internet, you know, um, that is going to add to a loss. Um, blah de blah I mean, the reason I'm very skeptical is that, first of all, I've always had a problem with Telenor because this is a Dutch company. Remember, this is the same Dutch company um, that should have been boycotted years ago when the Dutch made cartoons of the Prophet, peace be upon him. This was a highly offensive act by the Dutch. And we, as a result, the whole Muslim world should have boycotted Telenor and its likes. Um, but we didn't. And now Telenor, after gaining a lot of profit from Pakistan, will just like that get away with it. They'll get away with all their illegal acts. And yes, they have committed illegal acts. Remember, this is something I've talked about before, that foreign companies, they come to countries like ours, they commit all those illegal acts, they violate all those rights and rules and consumer rights and rules, they violate their clients' privacy, and they violate a lot of uh, consumer laws in order to gain those profits, because the, these are those kind of violations that they cannot do in their own countries, especially not in countries in Europe, which are extremely strict. So they come to countries like ours, where they can break the law, merrily as ever, make profits, and then do a runner. And that's exactly what Telenor, in my opinion, is doing, okay? So it's going to escape the questioning of the court, because the court has called Telenor, amongst other teleco telecommunication companies, to give an answer and explanation as to why it violated its clients' privacy and why it recorded their calls and why it went against the law. So it's, it's just running away now, so it means it's not going to appear in court, it's not going to take responsibility for the illegal act that it committed. And then um, I personally happen to know that um, whenever there were, you know, those voice phishing scams and when the State Bank of Pakistan would trace out the money, you know, where did that money go? And, every, and tele, Telenor was one of those telecommunication companies where in their microfinance accounts, uh, you know, held by their clients, um, you would trace that money, that scammed money, and Telenor would not return that money to the victim. You know, they wouldn't do anything. They wouldn't do jack shit to help return the money. So, yeah, I'm sorry, but I, I think it's high time Telenor should go. But I do think the court should hold Telenor responsible and not let it get away. That is what I think. I don't care about it being a multinational company or bloody blah, blah. I mean, you know, this might be for, for show-offs and nouveau riche, but not for people like me who know what's what. You know, I'm calling a spade a spade here. And Telenor is that spade. So, these are primarily what is going on in Pakistan. And apart from that, if there is anything that I do have a problem with, it's also Google Maps, because seriously, 
first of all look at the the um if you ever check your google maps whenever you're trying to look for a location there is something that is supposed to be five ten minutes away from you and google maps will tell you turn light turn left turn go straight ahead then do this then do that then go and they'll make you go a full wide circle to go back to square one and that is where your location is so i think google maps really needs to work on its mapping seriously it always seems to take us in circles to go to somewhere that is actually a straight road and because of that um i do get pretty peed off when i'm looking for a location because i happen to know that location is somewhere else and google maps is telling me to go all the way god knows where just to go back to that place so it's pretty idiotic so again i think google maps is another example of foreign companies that choose which countries it should really follow um it should really give quality um you know and standard up to the mark products or services and in which countries it really doesn't care um i pakistan is one of those countries where it seems google doesn't care so you when you think about google and then you think about telnor and you think about you know all these other foreign companies i would go back to my point that i think we should not just boycott um jewish or israel based country uh, companies but we should boycott all those companies that belong to all those countries that are allying themselves with israel and that's basically the whole of europe and america and i think you would do yourself um a whole lot of good if you go for local stuff you remember this is something i've been saying for a very long time since i came back to pakistan i have been striving to go local when be it shoes be it bags be it fabric be it anything because first of all local made is so much more durable the quality is always better it's cheaper um and secondly you are helping your own people you're helping your own local businesses plus you know you will give them the incentive to work harder to go for better quality stuff so there is that well this is it for now again i would reiterate punjab is awake but not white awake when the whole continent will shake you will know punjab is awake this is me signing out khuda hafiz